Hello, we're back in podcast form for you to devour with your mighty ears, those big old chompers that you have on the side of your head. You're going to get our words, you're going to shove them in there, you're going to go and swallow them, and then they're going to go and grow inside you, and you're going to become a dino. You're going to be one of our dinos. You're going to come into battle. You're going to battle with us, our fellow dinos. Anyway, I'm Ben Rosenthorne. I'm joined by Millennial Falcon, Mr. Braden Dixon. I'm Braden. and did you catch all the Easter eggs in that monologue of Ben's? If you find all the clues, you win a prize. But if not, don't worry. You can keep on listening to this podcast where we reveal the 10 greatest Easter eggs of all time. Not only that, but the Queen's Golden Wii. That's right, we go into an in-depth analysis of the Queen's Golden Wii. If you like the Queen and her Wii, and hoping that it's still golden, then we're here to tell you that the Queen's Golden Wii can be yours for $300,000 US. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like Wii and you like gold and you like Queens and those words in that correct order, Queen's Golden Wii, you can get her Wii right now on Hack the Dino. That was a good ad. Jesus Christ, I'm out of breath. <laughs> meaningful shit. Mostly shit. You know what else is meaningful shit? Do you know shit? what else is shit? Not this, but it certainly is we. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the Queen's Golden Wii is up for sale and you can buy it. Now, when you say the Queen's Golden Wii I out mean, loud as a sentence. Yep, I mean exactly that. The Donald Trump special coming at you. Doesn't the Queen have a golden toilet? She does. So? And she could have had a golden Wii as well. But she's selling it. No, she's not selling it. Oh. Uh, there's a story behind it. Okay. So this is what Set we're talking back. about. For those of you uh, who aren't watching the show, up on screen is a 24-carat gold-plated Wii with big family games. That classic Wii game that everyone loves. Goddamn THQ. Okay, here's a description from GameStop. <clears throat> Quote, The Golden Wii was a highly questionable PR stunt from now-defunct game publisher THQ. <laughs> wonder why that happened. <laughs> As Eurogamer recalls, THQ decided to promote a minigame collection for the Wii called Big Family Games by crafting a golden version of the hit gaming console and sending it to the Queen of the United Kingdom. <laughs> Though the Queen rejected the delivery, <laughs> Oof. news outlets picked up the canceled. story, giving the game the marketing boost the publisher wanted. So the Queen didn't even get it, didn't even nah, see it. she was it. like, she I was don't like, want it. What? Why would she kids. care? That's for kids game. Uh, the Queen rejected the uh, delivery. Oh, I've already gone through that. It is currently up for $300,000 on uh, US on eBay. So the current owner can purchase a house. That's all they want. Right. They sell their golden Wii for a house. Now, it does come with, as I mentioned, big family games. Now, you'll see in the show run, Braden, that I have actually provided a video. Oh, this is what With the... some time codes. Okay, here we go. Uh, the first time code is the second one there. Um, just so you can see some of the classic games that come in oh, big family games. So the first one we've got is everyone's favorite, instead of like uh, bowling or tennis, um, everyone's favorite activity, horseshoe throwing. In a pool. No, that's darts. I think it came a little bit later on. 3158 was horseshoe throwing. Okay. So maybe after this. Oh, yep. There we go. There we are on screen. Sure. So uh, stick your tennis and your bowling. I want me some horseshoe throwing. And if that doesn't quite take your fancy, then you can play the next game, which is this. Throwing horseshoes into a boat. Oh, oh, oh okay. That's right. So if you don't like throwing horseshoes on land, you can do it on water. But then if that's not your fancy, mm. thank, thankfully there, there are many um, Wii game, uh, mini games in this Wii collection. Um, you can do 
Horseshoe throwing at a chicken. At, and with a horse. The horse is just looking and cheering you on. Oh. But it's important to throw these oh, horseshoes. Oh, so you're just abusing chickens Yeah, in you're this just one. throwing the horseshoes at the chickens. Oh, this one's... Oh, man. No wonder THQ got cancelled. <laughs> well... Peter Not only that, them. but you know what their uh, game is in this collection as well? Oh, what? Animal Crossing. Oh, okay, okay, sure. Animal Crossing is here. Brain's going to bring it up real shortly. Where is it? Here we go. It's, it was... it's towards the front there. Yeah, it's towards here somewhere. Where? There it is. Animal Crossing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. And if putting them con- into a... How many... Okay. How many mini games in this mini game collection did involve abusing animals? I don't know, but uh, it's easy to see why the Queen of the uh, Elizabeth States decided <laughs> not to have this golden. I mean, look Wii. at it. It does look cool. I, I'm not going to lie. It's a one-off console, and I really want it. <laughs> it's oh my god, it's I so don't. ridiculous. So if you can give me three hundred thousand dollars to buy a Wii game machine, head on over to Hack the Dino's Patreon at Patreon.com/backslash/HackTheDino and go for the three hundred thousand K level. <laughs> 300,000 K. Yeah. That's a lot of money. You know what you get for that? Ben. Nothing. You get banned. <laughs> you, you don't get a damn thing. Just the pleasure of knowing that I own something that you never will. You get to... We, we'll send you a jar of compressed air from We will send room. you a jar of our own personal golden Wii. Uh, oh. Oh. I would see, I was trying to look up Big Family Games on Metacritic to see how what its score it got, and I couldn't find it. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Do you know what you can find, though? Cool Easter eggs. Yes. You can and find cool Easter eggs when you look hard enough. With our help, we've compiled a list of the 10 best Easter eggs and video game surprises throughout video game history. Are you ready to rock this dragon? Dragon, dragon, rock the dragon. Is there a Dragon Ball Z Easter egg? No, in there's this? not, but I really wish there was because okay. that was a cool link. But the first game, we're kicking it off with some Kojima because Kojima is the king of Easter eggs and the king of our hearts. Um, little known fact, well, it's actually really well known, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, when you come up against the sniper, the end, you can choose to battle him out, or you can choose to sneak up on him and stab him when he isn't aware, or you can just stop, save the game, go away, have a quiche, play around for a week or so, come back, and a week has passed in real time in the game, and the end has died of old age. Oh, bless. Bloody boomers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can't rely on them for anything nowadays. But he weak and die. Uh, can't even can't even snipe good old snake. God. So I, I mean that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool it, little I Easter mean, egg. Like anything anything that pe- people can't easily find like that. Like I would love to go back and find out how long it took for people to find that. Like if it came from a case of someone just got to this boss fight. And then stopped playing because like a pizza arrived and their mum called out to them was like, hey, you gotta you gotta come have dinner. And they saved it and then they they got they got told they had to do chores and went to bed. And then they couldn't play the game. Oh my god, his eye just then was gross. That's why he's so good. Um and then they went back to it a week later when they finally got to play again. And the they were like, Oh, did I already beat this boss? Hang on a second, I didn't fight this boss. He just died. We've actually got the cutscene here on screen. Uh, if it skips forward just a little bit, you can actually see Snake sneaking up on him. And then he goes, put it down. Put it down. And he goes up and, and pushes him. And he just kills over and dies. <laughs> it's fun. You don't even have to lose any health. That's so good. Second up, number two on the greatest Easter eggs of all time. 
Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the PlayStation. Great game, classic game. If you insert the PlayStation Castlevania disc into your CD player, remember them? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, those. Yeah, you can hear a warning message from Alucard urging you not to continue listening to the CD. Oh. And then you go to the second track and it's just a remix version of the Castlevania tune. Weird. I know. Oh, what a weird little finding. It also reminds me of the Easter egg in the Killer Instinct Super Nintendo bonus CD, uh, where it's got something like 20 tracks. And then there is nine tracks of just silence. Oh, oh my and god! And then the thirtieth track is the humiliation theme. Oh my god! Humiliation. That's ridiculous. I think the first thing I can think of that had a hidden track was a My Chemical Romance CD, and I thought it was the best thing ever that there was a hidden track because we were listening to it like as it came out in the car radio. And we would skip to the next track, but there was nothing left. And yeah. I was like, what is this? And then we just sat there in silence waiting. And then finally this weird little ditty started. It was great. Uh, speaking of little ditties, uh, John Romero and Doom 2. So for those of you who don't know, John Romero is sort of the brains and the head behind Doom. Uh, basically, if you put in the no-clip cheat code which allows you to walk through walls during the final boss stage which is a giant demon head um you walk through the hole in the boss's head and you find out the true mastermind behind it all is john romero's oh digitized head on a spike yikes um he'll say backwards to win the game you must kill me john romero <laughs> so you have to shoot him a bunch of times and then you win the game oh my god why is it it's so why how is it so realistic it looks gross well that's why the game was spanned over four floppy disks god damn yeah because half a floppy disk was taken up to john romero's head that's really cool that's awesome uh i mean john romero he's got you know um yeah uh, oh let's move no on. really no. Is this one of these things? No, no, he's just, he, he thinks that he's pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's very happy with himself. He's very happy. He's a very happy man. Very happy that he's bloodied, headed, appeared on a stump. Mm. Bit, uh, of an, bit of an ego thing, maybe. Bit of an ego thing. Now, something else that's a, a bit of an ego thing and, and get a rise out of a lot of people. It was a little game called Woody Poco. That's right. That classic NES title, Woody Poco. Do you remember, oh, you may not remember, Brayden, but back in my day, there used to be uh, this rumor of nude codes. Okay. Okay, no, I, I, this is a thing that has still posed the internet for a while while I was a kid. Lara Croft nude. Jesus. You could play a nude. Yep. Oh, man. And nudalities and all this yep. sort of stuff. Um, well, developer of Woody Poco, uh, Takahashi Kobayashi, uh, I didn't pronounce that right, uh, revealed to school children because he didn't want to tell anyone else, because he snuck it in there without anyone knowing, that if you went into the bread store in Woody Poco, stood next to or beside the cashier, and pressed the B button 200 times, her clothes fall off. I've actually got a time code here, if you look in the... Oh, um, okay, is there actually one here? In the run sheet, Brayden. Uh, Woody Poco... Is there? Oh, no, it's not. No. I forgot to put it in. Alright, so if you skip forward a bit, I'll try and find it... Oh, you've got the wrong one. Oh, okay. Well, From 15 seconds, ah, I believe, okay. is what... Ah, okay. I gotcha, 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 gotcha. So if you like NES stuff with uh, digitized braziers... From 15 seconds? Yeah. Uh, nope, nope, nope. That's nope. not From it either. From 206, maybe. Try 206. We, we told you this was going to be a cluster of a show. But hey, nah, we know what's up. Here we go. So when we can see on screen now, good okay. old Woody Poco going into the bread store. 
And he walks up to the cashier and then you proceed to press the B button 200 times. Yep. You can see from the timer going that he's been pressing it this whole and time. And it closed for Oh off. my God, okay. There you go. So uh, apparently he told the school kids that and uh, word got around the school very, very fast and they told their parents and the parents complained to the company and he got his ass fired. Wow. Smooth, dude. Mm. Oh, mm. But the cool kids think I'm cool. Yeah. Do you know what else cool kids think is cool? You're an old man. What are you doing? Uh, yeah. Good. Good. Idea. Yeah. Um, the Sims is cool. Or so my daughter tells me. But what's even cool is the mystery of Bella Goth. Have you ever heard of this? I have never heard of this. So The Sims we know is... Uh, Sims, basic, we love The Sims. Yeah, it's just a, a slice of life, you know, simulated game yeah. where you, you, you know, talk gibberish and have I showers. I had this on my home PC. And you played many a Sim? Oh man, I had this on... It was on the little CD-ROM. It was great. I yeah. love, love The Sims. Good old Sims. Anyway, the Bella Goth... is iconic. The Bella Goth storyline spans Sims 1, 2, 3, and 4 and points to her disappearance under mysterious circumstances. You'll find references to her absolutely everywhere within the games, from appearing in wall art, on milk cartons, and newspapers, and even making the odd appearance as a child alluding to multiple timelines. What? In The Sims. What? I know. <laughs> but it's The Sims. Well, they've got it in there, and it's just an Easter egg that's built on itself time and time and time again and continues okay. on. Okay. That's I. That's not at all what I would expect from The Sims. Okay. So, boot up your old save. Go and try and find Bella, what her name is, and in a red dress doing all the stuff. Weird. I think there was like alien abductions as well. People theorize. I mean, yeah. They, there is millions of videos so out there the Sims. on the internet about her disappearance. <laughs> so dramatic yeah it's it's oh a crazy time what a weird rabbit hole dylan villain in the live chat saying ah oh, the bella goth mystery i spent hours trying to figure this oh my out God. so there you go there there are people out there, there who are, are still trying to work ooh, out what's going on the twist dun 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 twist That's is amazing. it's us it was us all along austin oh my god how weird uh you know what else is weird Roblox. I just don't get it. I don't get Probably it because either. I'm a very old man. I don't get it at all. I thought I understood what kids like, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, okay. Nah, I have no idea. I what think this it's is. just a gathering spot where kids can mess around and make their own games. And, and as stuff. we all know, internet chat rooms, safest place to be. It is. Mm. Uh, the most popular child's interactive game, having 32.6 million users daily, is Roblox. Um, so this Easter egg is triggered when you, as a user, uh, as an admin user, inputs uh, the commands, question mark, I love you, question mark, or question mark, always watching, question mark. Not creepy at all. No, have you got the, the, the time code for this yeah, one, Brad? This, it's this section here This somewhere. section here, it's coming up very, very shortly uh, for those of you listening to the podcast. We're just watching some Roblox. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Roblox is, yeah, this isn't really going to help because this is just a lot. It's Lego men walking around with a multi- online player base i don't get it is lego it is like it's just ripping off like lego and yeah. mega blocks and stuff like and minecraft and everything but like, hey 32.6 million users daily you can't complain about that with anyway, an average age of four you put in the code question mark i love you question mark and this video jesus plays. christ yeah be old scary that <laughs> oh what the fuck roblox <laughs> i thought you were for kids this is bullshit <laughs> so this plays That's and it's just <laughs> a clown close up oh. to the camera, rubbing his face oh. and his head. Why? Oh. I bet that's the developer. 
You reckon? Oh, I, I'd, I'd, hey, I would reset my character as well. I would, I'd uninstall that shit instantly. <laughs> That's <laughs> the worst. Well, I feel bad. Uh, Brayden, that, that scared you a bit. So yeah. we're going to move on to Silent Hill 2. Oh, great. To I'm make sure up I'm going to be so much better on this one. So once you play through once, then uh, pick up a key at the park and go to the observation room on the dark side of the hotel. Inside, there's a Wizard of Oz-like reveal with the true puppeteer of the game's events standing there for all to see. That's right, it's this cute little doggy. Okay, I'm here for this one. <laughs> this is great. Look at the little sheep. You walk in and you so is you all along. Oh my god, this is so good. Oh, this is exactly what I wanted. Look <laughs> at it. Oh, good little doge. Good little doge. He was he was creating dogecoin back then. That's what he, he was. was. That's yeah, he's rolling in it now. Yeah. Literally. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> That's so good. All oh right, my God. the number eighth greatest Easter egg or surprise in video games is one that uh, got its heels in retro history. Mm. In 1990, Nintendo held a uh, contest. A conquest. A conquest. A contest at the uh, and the randomly selected winner would make an appearance in the next Legend of Zelda game, A Link to the Past. Ooh. A kid by the name of Chris Houlihan was that winner. Now, as we can see on screen, by running north into the bush that hides the hidden passage into the castle basement, you'll fall into the bush, not Ooh. the basement. If you're fast enough, you will fall into the Chris O'Halloran room, which is just a single room with rupees everywhere, getting you a whole heap of money, and there's a little tap tag where you go up and press it, and it says, uh, Hi, I'm Chris Allahan. This is my room, but it's a secret, so don't tell anyone, Okay. <laughs> That's great. I it's like great. That. And he just they just won a competition and was now forever immortalized in one of the best games ever created. That's wholesome. I love that. Uh, speaking of wholesome and continuing on the Legend of Zelda storyline, I'm surprised that a lot of people aren't actually familiar with this particular Easter egg. So when you are as child Link and you go to see Princess Zelda for the first time in the Hyrule Castle Courtyard, you go in and you take a look into the windows on the side and you can see the portraits of all the Mario gang. Oh. Uh, there's four different pictures, which includes Mario, Yoshi, Bowser, and Luigi. <laughs> sure. Yeah, really cool. I love that Nintendo are just like, yeah, we're going to throw our own thing into our own thing. Yep, they do that a lot. And yeah. even not their own thing, they've put their, their stuff in there. Yeah, fair enough. Which brings me to the number one awesome Easter egg surprise of all time in complete video game history. Ooh. I am referring to, of course, Kojima-san's Opus Metal Gear Solid. Is this section bookended with Kojima? <laughs> it's Kojima all the way, baby. Kojima all the uh, way down. So there's a couple of reasons why this is number one. Uh, I'm referring to, of course, the Psycho Mantis read your memory card in the battle where you first come up against Psycho Mantis. Um, so back in those days, there was no internet. You no. had no idea. And every time you tried to defeat Psycho Mantis, he would be able to read your mind and teleport away. Yeah. Um, in order to beat him, you had to take the controller out of player one and put it in player two, and then he couldn't read your mind anymore, and that's how you defeated him. Just the best. But that's the Easter so egg, the Easter egg that was really, really cool, was that if you had a PlayStation card in there, he would display his psychic powers mm. by reading the games you've been playing by the saves that are on your memory card. And if you had a Kojima game saved in there, yep. 
he would thank you for your support of oh Kojima. My God, that's okay. That's the best one. I was about to ask, like, how many of these did they end up doing? But the fact that they're just like, nah, if you played another Kojima game, that's the one we're going to do a big shout out at. That's great. Not only that, during this boss fight, Hideo Kojima makes a surprise appearance and scares the crap out of the player. If you happen to move the controller after Mantis laugh during the cutscene, the image dramatically changes to Kojima laughing like a lunatic. Oh my God. So there's portraits you can see around Psycho Mantis, one of them is Kojima and if you're quick enough and you go over it's just a two-frame thing with Kojima as normal then going ha, ha, ha. oh my god ha, ha, ha. that's terrifying I love that it's great but another bonus bonus easter egg bonus is the uh, remake of 2004 oh, with wait, Metal Gear Solid for the GameCube the Twin Snakes it was the remake exclusively for the GameCube uh, the Collaboration to bring Metal Gear Solid to a new generation with updated mechanics resulted in one of Mario's most famous and most visible and most helpful cameos of the GameCube era. During a cutscene in Otacon's lab, Mario and Yoshi clearly can be seen on the desk and be interacted with. Shooting a Yoshi causes him to let out his trademark cry, while shooting Mario brings out the classic one-up sound uh, and healing your health a little bit. Oh my god. I'm just finding the footage because... Oh, I didn't have it? No, I wasn't in there. It's all good. I found it. Well, we can see here... Snake running around. He's oh, found a GameCube, GameCube. Little GameCube on the desk. And then, yeah, if you focus in and shoot either Mario or Yoshi, you get a nice little health boost. That's adorable. That's a nice little cool thing that Nintendo decide to cram all over. <laughs> I like when the console you're playing on appears in the game. I like whenever... Like Pokemon. Yeah, I like whenever they're like, oh, yeah, like when you're playing Pokemon, they're like, oh, there's a SNES on the ground. And yeah. you're like, oh, that's great. There you go, shooting Mario, you, you get, get the one-up one sound, and oh your health God. comes back. That's Oh, that's great. You actually get health. That's yeah. cool. And, it, you, doo -doo -doo -doo. and then Yoshi, I think, goes, whatever he does. So good. Do you know what else is really good? What else? Free games. Oh, free games are excellent. But we're not talking about free games, because Floppy isn't here this week, and Floppy's he usually the takes the free game mantle. So we're going to leave uh, PlayStation's less than stellar lineup for PlayStation Plus this month, and actually go to the PlayStation Store. Now, for those of you who have PlayStation Plus, and even those who don't, I think these are not PlayStation Plus exclusive, but just general savings. Yes. So if you get a little bit of extra coin in your bank and you want to spend it, maybe you've invested in some Doge and got some sweet-ass returns, then boy, oh boy, do I have three cool games for you to look at. The first one, for $5, or just under $5, I think it's like $4.97, on the PlayStation Store, you can get Metal Gear Solid V, the definitive edition. That little game. Now, this has got, uh, Ground Zeroes in it, where you first play as uh, Solid Snake rescu rescuing Paz, and leads directly into uh, Metal Gear Solid V, the Phantom Pain. I almost said the Phantom Menace, and that would have been a very <laughs> different game. Oh, man. I wish. Uh, but yeah, one of the best Metal Gear Solid games out there. Not quite as good as Metal Gear Solid original, but, you know. It's more Snake, it's more Kojima. Get it into you. Get it into your eyeballs. Get it in a needle Wait, and shove it directly. Five dollars. Five dollars. So $5. You, get a, you get like a dollar for every 10 hours of content, maybe. Yeah. More Great, than it? that. It's, yeah. more, it's better value than that. If you're one of these people who are like, I won't pay that much money because the game's only five hours long. It's like, okay, well, here you go. Play this. But you can replay it. You can make it yeah, harder. Exactly. Yeah, people, like, I hate people like that. Yeah, people. Uh, I also hate people who are made out of yarn, which is why <laughs> I won't be buying Unraveled 1 and 2 for $6.74 on the PlayStation Store. This is two games, two very, very, very good games uh, for less than $10. Yeah, I was going to say, this looks like a fine enough game. I like the second one. They ended up doing like co-op with it as well. Yep. If that's your thing. Couch co-op. 
couch co-op as yep, well, yep, which yep. is excellent. Um, yeah, I I saw a recent game which used sort of similar style mechanics, but it was like a sci-fi, and I think it was called like Filament or something. It it looks like a great puzzle game. I watched someone play it the other day. Was, I highly recommend. Look it up. It's on um, Switch. Yeah, heard of It Takes Two as well. Joseph, what's his name's uh, yeah. new game? It's apparently really, really good and it's earned a lot of... Uh... From um, the, the A Way Out developers. Yes, yes. Yeah, of the known co-op fame. Yeah, and because of its success, it's just he's just come out and said, well, it's proof that people want couch co-op yeah. games. And yeah, I totally do. I want to sit down and play games. One of the things we were talking about was how we would do a Fortnite stream. Yeah. And you, you can't play that two-player. As in next to each other. You can't go in and play duos together. That's weird. Why we would have to be in separate houses. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just That's whatever. stupid. Anyway. Friggin' Fortnite. Do you know what isn't stupid? Jedis. I think you... uh, I hate to tell you, I think the Jedi are a little as a big Star Wars fan, the Jedi are pretty stupid. Alright, yeah, Jedi dumb. <laughs> um but if you want to be a Jedi Knight two, then you can get Jedi Knight two for seven forty seven. On the PlayStation Store. Now, I haven't played any of the Jedi Knight, um, whatever they are, games previously. They are games. They are? They are? Oh, good. They're games. I almost, almost had a full of myself. Uh, have you played any of these these Jedi game? No, but things? I do have them. I, I I was feeling like I wanted to actually have all these because there's a bunch of old Star Wars games I've never played, this being one of them. And uh, there was a Steam sale one day, so I got everything. And um, I haven't played... KOTOR, I haven't played this. Uh, one of the few things I have played is Rebel Assault 2. It was one of the first video games I can remember ever playing on the PS1, uh, which was the uh, full FMV cover-based shooter like Time Crisis. Um, uh, that just got re-released, didn't it? Yeah, I think it did. It's very it's very weird. Um, and for being full FMV is hilarious because um, there's people in costumes actually acting. Um, but yeah, I, it, this is one of those ones where I saw it... I, I, saw it pop up on playstation store a couple years ago when they first brought it to it and i was like okay i should probably it's also pick on that the up. switch I yeah think i've got the first one on the they switch. Just brought it on the switch as well yeah but um yeah old school star wars man it's sometimes better than the new stuff and not canon anymore so yeah it's all make-believe you're just wasting your time you can do whatever you want yeah that's right you can kill all those wookies oh 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 you can uh that's about it for for this show in regards to free stuff it's not free you, you gotta pay it with money so mm. you gotta buy games now buy them do you know what you don't have to buy what access to museums oh and if you're ever in uh the strong museum in rochester new york city or probably not new york city probably just new york scrap the city but if you're over there you know when you're not dying of, of plague uh, you can visit the video uh, World Video Game Hall of Fame. Ooh, that's and the cool. announcement of 2021's class was made just the other day. Now I do report on this each and every year. Um, go back to our previous show. It's hackthedino.com, so you can see who previous winners are. Uh, those though that didn't make the cut into the Hall of Fame this year include Call of Duty, Farmville, FIFA, Guitar Hero, Mattel Football. Uh, pole position. Wait, did you say Mattel football? Yes, yeah, what it says here. Okay. Pole position, Portal, or Tron. So none of those games are in it. Okay. However, what games did make it into the 2021 World Video Game Hall of Fame are StarCraft, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh my god, okay. Animal Crossing, 
and perhaps the most recognisable game in the history of everything, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Okay. We know now she's in the world of fame. She's in the Strong Museum. Okay. But it's an actual physical place you can go to and see the World Video Game Hall of Fame. Yeah. That... I mean, that's, like those picks are—they make sense, but some of them don't really make sense compared to some of the other things that didn't. Make Jesus it. Christ! Look at what that thing. What the shit is that? I'm going back. That was terrifying. So oh if my you want to go to the video game world of uh, and meet this dude, not that giant shit, not that kid. monsters who have this dude. Ugh. I can just see the front of his face falling off oh, and like being the a, jaw dislocating yep, and killing a kid. A, a demon like Five Nights at Freddy's. Yuck. Good lord. Anyway, go there. It's like that. a fun museum. Like, maybe when you're vaccinated and stuff. Go see it. Go check it out. Yeah. Have a fun time. You know, one thing I like is giving people money. Specifically, Brayden, for the work he does. Oh, I was going to say, I, I absolutely... No, I legitimately love supporting the podcast that I listen to and Same. the content that is created that isn't supported by... Like big corporations or mm. anything, like the Australian media. Boo. That's um, sorry, I went off on a weird tangent. <laughs> but really, the Australian media sucks ass. Yes, hundred percent. Um, but if you don't suck ass and would like to give us money, I mean, even I mean, not shaming. <laughs> I was gonna like. say you like, can if you want. Yeah, go for it. I mean, I'm all twenty twenty one. Do what you want. You suck all the ass. It's up to you. With consent. You absolutely hundred percent with consent. And, and we consent for you to support us at patreon.com slash hack the time. Thank you for bringing me back. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Uh, so if you head on over to our Patreon over at patreon.com backslash hack the dino, you can join the hack the dino dino riders. Yeah. I'm still in that name. Please don't see me Mattel or whoever <laughs> owns that license. Um, for as little as $2 a month. Uh, no, is it a dollar a month? No, we got a dollar a month or a two dollar. I don't know. I don't know. I can't anymore. remember. You can support us for just a dollar a month. If you just want to help us out. Like if you just want to, like when you think about it, if 30 people are watching a show, and they're like, hey, yeah, I can support with like a dollar a month. That's yeah. like nothing. Yeah. If 30 people do that, it's $30 to help us out every month. That's, that's great. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Uh, and for that, you get access to the Hack the Dino private Patreon Discord, where Brayden actually is in a lot of the time. I am there. Uh, and we talk about really cool things like, uh, oh, we, we post all our uh, pickups. I, I put all the little bargains that I find. I got Ooh. a Nintendo 64 tower I should, the other day. I should update. I didn't get any toys or anything. I only got comics, but the Comic and Toy Fair we were all at the other week. Yeah, that was a good time. Should put a picture up. Man, I got some really cool stuff. I got The Legend of Zelda, the original one, boxed. I, uh, I should probably tell that story. Yeah, no. All right, I'll tell that story. Cool. Uh, just, just go for a bit, Brain. I'm going to go grab it. So I can okay, yeah. tell. Um, so talk about Patreons. Yes, I was going to say, so Patreons, $2 a month, your name gets added to the little scrolly list at the bottom of the screen here. Um, that's excellent. $2 a month, think about that. If $1 a month helps us, $2 a month is double that. Um, then for $10 a month, you get the exclusive extra monthly show of Dino More. Um, at what level do they get the... That's the next level. That's what I was thinking about. We also do a post-show for on the $15 tier, you can join the exclusive post show and chat with us while we, you know, discuss what an absolute train wreck technical difficulty mess this week's episode was. And basically that uh, post show is us just talking to you. It's a, uh, it's literally a personal conversation. Yeah. We just hang out for an amount of time, have a chat. Uh, Dylan, the villains obviously in there a lot. Oh having, yeah. Having a good old time, but in order to get that, you have to be part of our private discord, which you get access to mm. at every single level that you generously give us money for. Yeah. That, that's um, even the dollar. 
dollars here. And then if you're like Michael Towns and Game Buoy Games, which you should all go check out now, you can be a show supporter. You supply us with an ad just like Michael Towns did. We will play it just before this little spiel and it will go out to dozens of people who watch this uh, over the course of the millennia because YouTube is now and forever. Uh, now, I mentioned before what I purchased at the video game comic toy place that we're the all at. The Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair. Yep, sorry, Brett. Uh, <laughs> anyway, as I was leaving uh, from setting up the first day, because here's a little secret for you if you plan on ever going to these things. Um, all the good stuff is gone before you even get there. It's it's a really sad secret that you learn when you, you, know, when you join the community of, yeah, the, all, the, all the people who set up stalls they're, they're all they're collectors. They're all collectors too. They, they're selling stuff, but they also want to buy stuff. So I was leaving on the first day after uh, setting up, and I walked past a place that had a whole heap of really rare stuff. Like he had a box Castle Grey Skull. Um, oh, this, oh, this was this stall. Okay, this stall was insane. Yeah, that was from there. Like he had some crazy stuff. Crazy stuff and priced accordingly. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Um, then I walked past and saw this little baby. You're right with me holding it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I had the cart of the what we're seeing on screen now is the Legend of Zelda. Uh, and it is the original one in the box. Now I had the original cart, but I did not have the box. And Ooh. they're getting harder and harder to find. Anyway, I walked past and saw that and went, yes, yes, yes I I, it. I well, it was there for it was there for $160. And I went, ooh, that's probably the going price. That's, that's probably, probably more than what I spent on the week, <laughs> on that weekend. Probably, you know, maybe $20, $30 than what you could probably get it on eBay for. Yep. But Which makes sense. Ignore the game. Locally. Ignore the game in this case. It came in this massive Perspex case. Whoa! Like That's a big case. I'll explain the story behind this Mario Brothers and why it's in there and why it's special but it came in this case it's huge and i went oh that's really cool so the guy came around and i said oh is that uh does that game come with um, the the big perspex case because they usually go for about 30 40 dollars and yep. it just look cool look like a trophy mm. and he goes oh it's not my not my areas my mates um i'll have to give him a call and ask him yeah so i said oh, okay cool no worries because yeah i'm pretty keen so he gave the guy a call and he goes oh that zelda game uh what, what do you got on it like it said 160 there and I was willing to pay that. Yeah. Uh, I, I just wanted to know. If, to do it. Yeah, I had my wallet out. Like <laughs> the sale was there, dude. Should have, should have switched on and been like, oh yeah, he's going to pay this much. Um, Whatever he says on the phone, still say 160 if it's under. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So he, um, he called the guy and he goes, oh, look, they're getting harder to find. And I'm like, yep, yep, they are. That's why I don't have one yet. Correct. Oh, look. Um, like, again, I just wanted to know if the Perspex case came with it. Yeah. It's all you were asking. That's all you I was asking. to know if the case was with it. Um, and, uh, yeah, he goes, oh, mm, 140. <laughs> I said, okay, sure. So I purchased it for 140 and got that added to my collection. Then got the cart that I had at home, sold it the next day for $80. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You paid a stupidly low amount of money for that. Oh yeah. That was a good fare. Um, and just quickly, the reason Super Mario Brothers is in this case is because that was the very first video game I ever held. I ever played. This is my original copy from when I was like five years old. Hell yeah. It, it's, it's my precious. That's, so that's why it's in the meaningful case. shit right there. Yeah. And that's what I'm about. You know what else you can have a fun time with? Playing Braidan versus the world. Oh, yeah. That's Super Mario Bros. Now, I've just thought of a hilarious thing. Oh, really? And that is that the Braidan versus the world text. Yep. Isn't on this screen. Oh, good. It's on this screen, which Ooh. now has little me and Whoa, little us. Oh, look at this. 
So I will delete that. Delete that. <laughs> Amazing. Man, if you're a uh, podcast only listener, I'm so sorry. Because this episode is just not a been dumpster fire. A pleasant audio experience. This is what happens when uh, Braden and I don't have a neutral. <laughs> well, no, I think Braden, you're the neutral. I am the neutral. I'm the chaotic evil. Floppy's the chaotic good. So it's, all, it's all been off balance today. Mm. Uh, and the, the camera didn't work. And, and was... Yeah, no, it's mainly my camera. I don't know what's going on. It was a time. But anyway, this time for Braydan versus the world. In this game, Braydan, representing Braydan, uh, takes on the world, represented usually by Floppy, but Floppy isn't here. So in this case, I'm just going to play the music. And Braydan has see if I can get it. five chances to try and guess where it came from. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to play first five seconds. You've got five questions to ask and then try and work out where this music came from. Is my mic on? It will be the second that you go to start. Okay, well, here we go. Here's song number one. Okay, question number one, Brad Ann. All right, so other than it sounding like they've got a respiratory issue, um, what console was this on? Uh, this was on Xbox One, and it was also on PlayStation 4. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, have we talked about it on the show? This show? Ep- yes. This episode? Yes, we have. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Um is now just because of the vibe that it's giving off Mm -hmm. and compared to other songs that have been (laughs) floppy's like can i guess if i may know (laughs) (laughs) um is it a kojima game yes it is okay three Um, three questions down two more to go Oh man, it's it's great. I can just ask clarifying questions without the fear of then someone of jumping in. Someone jumping in after it. Um, was it the the smaller prequel thing or the main game? Well, it's a yes or no question, Brain. Uh, was it the smaller prequel thing? Yeah, no, no. Okay, so was it Metal Gear Solid Five or V in Roman numerals? The Phantom Pain. Yes, it was. There we go. Okay. So that's one for Braden. So how we're playing it this game, because Floppy isn't here, if Braden gets it within the five questions, he gets the point. If he doesn't, the world gets the point. So it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if I can actually get these things. Well, it'll be also interesting when Floppy comes back and you're ahead by like five or six points. <laughs> if I've managed to get heaps, yeah. Okay, here we go. Song number two. Okay, a little bit more of a difficult one there for you, Braden. Question number one. Oh, okay. Um, can can I have five more seconds of it? You can. Okay. <laughs> Game Boy Dad is hit the nail on the head saying this sounds about twice as old as Braden. And he's not wrong. Yeah. Question number two. Um, okay, what... What, who do you play as in this game? Because I have a feeling, based on 
the literally based on the notes of the music. <laughs> That's really lame, but yeah. Okay, you play as a, a man named David. Okay, that has thrown me entirely. It had okay. I just want to say what my thought process was there. It had the same like like notes changing as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Because it was like, dun, 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 and I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's that. Like, but like an old version in like a level or something. Truth be told, they they basically all sounded the same. Yes. Uh, okay. So you three. play David. 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 Man named David. Boreanus. Um. David, 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 who? David Spade, David, David Schwimmer. Dave, I'm trying to think of Davids. Um, okay, what's your what's your main objective in this game? Um, you have to infiltrate a base. Okay. Okay. Question number four. Hmm. Who was who was the developer? The developer. Yeah. Konami. Okay. Okay, you got to guess now. His name's David. Is there some bit of law that I missed David Snake? In the chat, uh, Flopster, Floppy has just said, fuck this. Because <laughs> he knows? Yeah. God damn it. His name's now, David? Why is his name David? You didn't play as... Did you play as David on, like, one of the originals? Gonna take a guess. Come uh, on, Brayden. Is it Metal Gear? Yep. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes, it is. She plays David? Who's David? Solid Snake's name is David. Really? Just like Liquid Snake's name is Eli. Okay, well, I didn't know any of these things. I tried to throw you there. Okay, well, you did. <laughs> but you still got I it. I still got it, but... Dave, why? <laughs> why? It's such a... Sh no offense to any Davids, but that's a real... Boring ass name for a main character. I think that's the whole idea. Yeah, that okay. he's this international super and spy, just, yeah. and his name's David. Yeah, it's like Nemesis. It's like if his name is Doug. Oh, Do you know my nemesis in high school? Doug. And like nemesis to the point where we wanted to kick the crap out of each nemesis other. Nemesis, where you named your rival in Pokemon it. No, because I always name him Norman after Norman Osborn. Ah, okay. Um, but no, my <laughs> my real life. life my real life nemesis in high school was a kid called Doug Basic. Wow! Yeah, he had the worst way to dox it, him. He was a dumbass as well. I hope he's changed his name. Well, probably. Also, knew a girl called. She has changed her name since. Mm. But uh, a girl I went to school with was called Morag Tugwood. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I changed my name too. Mm. That's she shocking. did. She did. Anyway, it's song number three. Oh my lord! So loud. That's what you're getting. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I, just, I just want to read this comment from Floppy. Uh, okay, sure. So, for those of you in the podcast, Floppy in the live chat just said, fuck this, when I get back, uh, we do all Ratchet and Clank games, but Brayden isn't allowed to play. So, Floppy has to guess based on clues which one in the series it is yeah whatever. okay anyway question number one yeah we could do that um okay i have a feeling but i feel like there's a couple mm -hmm. okay obviously there's like obvious things um what console was this released on gamecube okay okay um is it one of the ones that we talked about on the show no oh did they do a different thing interesting this, I might not know this at all then. Um, 
Hmm. What genre of game is it? Fighting. Was he in the GameCube one? I thought he was only in the Wii one. Did he appear in the GameCube one? No, he didn't. I've messed up. He's in the Wii one. Okay. (laughs) Now it's making more sense to me. Because I was like, okay, yeah, I think I know what this is. Because, like, I played that game heaps. Yeah, so did I. And while you were working out, I was thinking back going, oh, hang on. (laughs) Hang on, what's this GameCube or Wii? Um, Yeah, because if it's on the Wii, then I know what it is. And I've even got the title written here. I just looked down and went, oops. Yeah. Um, That is Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Correct. Yes. yes. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I know some people didn't like that one. I loved it. It was so also one of the first ones. We've got one more song to go. In case you haven't worked it out, I've got a bit of a theme going. And the theme is, my internet was down until about an hour before the show and I couldn't download any new songs. So I went, guess what? We're doing Metal Gear. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the things that you have saved on your computer. Yep. Anyway, here we go. Last song. See if you can guess this one, Braden. Question number one. Okay. Sounded a bit Star Wars-y. And, mm. um, I also just want to shout out Game Boy Dad in the chat. So, Braden, the GameCube is a cube you play games on. Um, I did. I had a neighbor who put, had a GameCube. I never got to play it. Um, what uh, what genre of game is this? Uh, it is a detective game. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. A detective mm. game. Mm. Like Inspector Gadget on the PS2. Um, that's not my guess. <laughs> um, well, hmm. Who do you... What, uh, what console was this one on? This one was on the Sega Saturn. Okay, I know nothing about Saturn. Or the Dreamcast. One of the two. That doesn't help me. <laughs> Good. Um, okay. Actually, now that I think about it, I do have a GameCube because a funny story, I was cleaning out a closet at uni and I found one in a bag and I just took it home. Nice. Excellent. Th- thanks, uni. Um, that's all, all that... Uh, that's worth $30,000. dollars for an arts degree <laughs> and a GameCube. Um, okay. Um, okay. A Sega detective game. Um... Who do you play as in this game? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> All right, so we'll pass that. Yep. Um, what's your what's your core... What's your core sleuthing mechanics? Um, I don't know, but Flop, Floppy has just said in the chat, can I answer? I'm going to give throw it I'm going to let Floppy answer Floppy, here. if you would like to give it a go, by all means... Uh, no, Game Boy Dad, it is not Detective <laughs> Sonic and Dr. Tails. That game doesn't exist. You're being silly. favourite erotic rom-com. Okay, and yes, Floppy's got it right. It's Police Nauts. Ah, okay, okay. So I actually own that game. Never played it because I don't oh, have damn. Sega in this house because it's a filthy, disgusting thing. I like that Floppy wrote Pollock in chat <laughs> and you went, yep, that's Police Nauts. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I need to add the full I knew what he was meaning, yeah. So at the end of that round of... Braydan versus the world. The Bray world Dan, got a point. Yeah, you got 15 and the world is on 11. Now, next show, when Floppy comes in, I might skew it. So, might be incredibly difficult for little old me to little young I mean, I'm, I'm pretty unbiased when it comes to choosing music. I don't try and, and pull the wool over anyone's eyes. Nah, and don't try all. and rig it at all. It's just uh, how it naturally happens. Mm. 
We've been Hack the Dino. This has been our critical path where we bring you the past, present, and future of video game news here with us on this plane of existence. Not other planes of existence like an F-41 or a, uh, a bomber. That's all the planes that I know. I was. I don't I, know. I, I just go on weird tangents, man. I thought you'd yeah, be used to this by no, now. No, but like I was trying to piece it together, and I went, "What is he referencing? Is this some like weird, like old, like Star Trek thing? Like I don't know." And mm. then, like, no, it was just an actual, you know, airplanes. You're I'm welcome. In, I'm in the middle of watching someone's 24-hour stream from uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. I'm like eight hours into it, just putting it on in the background, listening to it. The only annoying part is they haven't turned engine noise off. So there's just this, <laughs> this constant... It'd be good to fall asleep to, though. Because, oh, you I know, fall, planes I, are, are very relaxing. I've fallen asleep to it 800 times. Really? Yeah, that's why I'm only so eight I'm, hours into it. A lot of people complain that they can't sleep on planes, but I'm one of these very... And to the point where yeah. my uh, partner says that it's a uh, superpower, Scary. I can just go, all right, I'm going to sleep now. Oh, Dude, my God. Gone. Nah, I've got to put on, like, a peaceful, like paint restoration video like have, do you watch these videos on youtube i i watch weird shit on youtube dude there's a there's a there's a channel where a guy takes old paintings and he's an official painting restoration place and it's just he does he makes incredible youtube videos about restorating restorations of old paintings i highly recommend Baumgartner restoration i, I don't mean, know what maybe I'm maybe it's about. a young person thing because parker as well needs like sound on like yeah. a fan or a rain I, I mean it's almost like that you're so incredibly stressed out that the world's going to hell and that uh future uh, past generations have, have killed the planet yep. and you're going to inherit a toxic wasteland mm. where um, where silence will be deafening yes yeah, yeah 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 so obviously yeah get it in now yeah you gotta Anyway, Brayden, what else do you do? I have existential crises about yep. the state of our world. I yep. vote green. And I do a movie podcast called Millennial Movie Talk. I'm going to bring up a little thing from it here. Um, well, our most recent episode that we just did this past week, we um, we ranked the Pixar movies. Oh. Because weirdly, that was one of the ones we never did in the You past. know what you should do? You should go through that hypothetical storyline that links all the Pixar movies together in Ooh, one timeline. I should look at that. That's really pretty cool. Look at that. That is very. very it's a cool. great idea, and they do link together very, very well. Yeah, it's scary how well they link together. So this is our, this is our channel, Millennial Movie Talk. It's Can you just scroll down on, the bottom. It's on YouTube and on. Um, keep going. And on. Yeah, keep going. That's it. Oh no! Go to the front page. Oh, the front page. Yeah, go to the front page. Okay, where am I going on here? Right down the bottom there. There it is. Oh, look at their friends. Look at all their friends they got. Can you read out those names? It's Terrorvision Horror Podcast. Okay, yep. Friend yep, of the yep, show, Dan yep, McGuinness. Yep, yep, yep. Did yep. you know that the, the dino wasn't here anymore or no? I saw it before. You did? Yep, okay. Yep. I was going to say. Right. I'm going to call this out. Okay, fine. Yeah, I was going to say. That's fair enough. I am hated by three quarters of their cast, so. <laughs> Go check out Millennial Movie Talk. Um, they've been doing really cool stuff. Go watch how 5.1k people either hate <laughs> our Godzilla review or love it. Um, and see our controversial takes on the Pixar movies. Now you guys are doing or, or diversifying some of your content as well that I saw. In the sense of we are making it so that we have a couple of shorter videos as well. Mm. Yeah, so we have these um these fun little things. You get them early when you're on our Patreon. I won't ah, plug our Patreon on that. No, plug it. Go for but, it. Um, Patreon.com slash movie talk if you want early access to some stuff. Um, Alex and Chris have been doing these little deep dives into individual films uh, that are only like 20 minutes long instead of it being like an hour-long podcast. 
Um, not only do you get like commentary tracks and stuff like that as well, but they've been doing uh, MMT After Dark because they record it away from us on a different day, generally towards nighttime. And it's because you're dark? And like, it's because the they're incredibly dark about not not letting us be a part of it. But no, um, so they've done a couple of things on like Kick-Ass and uh, Art of Self-Defense. And I believe they're doing one on Labyrinth soon. Um, but yeah, I highly, I highly recommend. I've been really enjoying the your content that you MMT. make. <laughs> plus, I highly recommend my content. Plus we got to go see Mortal Kombat. So. That was cool. Yeah. A horrible film, but man, it was fun. It's great fun. Great fun. Freaking best fatality. Goddamn. Uh, Natara? Uh, Kung Lao. Kung Lao? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what doesn't make sense about that? He could have done what he did to him at any point. Yeah. And just went, oh, no, now. Now. It's like, now well, you could just now. do it to all of them. No, nah, now. Anyway, I won't go into any more spoilers. If you want that, head on over to Millennial Movie Talk. Mm. Uh, I used to do some things. Uh, one of them was called Retro Trigger. Haven't done it in a while because life happens and life finds a way. As Ian Malcolm... Or it doesn't because we don't make new episodes of things. Yeah, so that's happened. But yeah. I got I got the inkling that I wanted to do something. So maybe, like, they might pop up every now and then. It might just be me. It might be someone who I've got over. And I just go, hey, come talk on the microphone for a bit. Yeah, We'll see. It's fun. We'll see what happens. But you can follow me over at Mr. Benjam on Instagram, where I put up all my things. Uh, I found an anime still of a Super Nintendo controller. And it just said Bentendo on it. Wow, that's so on brand. So I thought, yeah, that that's me. That, that's possibly my uh, new uh, go-to for pictures. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. A Game Boy Advance link cable. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I got that at the Toy Fair as well. Love that. Got lots of things at the there's, Toy there's, Fair. There's, there's, that, there's that sought-after comic issue. Yeah, look how many people like it. God damn. This is Fortnite. Went mental for it. Yeah. They love it. Uh, you can also head over to at Ben Rosenthal on Twitter if you want to chat and yell things at me. That's always a fun time as well. Um, don't worry about Facebook. But I'm not there. Um, but no you one like Hack the Dino on Facebook there. anymore. No, but head on over to Hack the Dino on Facebook and head on over to Hack the Dino on all your social media devices where we put up news and information about shows that are coming up and little clips when we have time. But above all that, please go to hackthedino.com and hit that subscribe button and like some videos so we can alter that algorithm to our favor and we can harness it and ride it like a mighty boar into battle that's right we we ride boars with big old tusks coming in to rip out the guts of the competition thank you for dealing with us this episode i'm so sorry next one will be better floppy will be back it'll floppy be, so will be much back better. the show will be working camera properly. will work my internet will work you know less more than like an hour before we're yep. supposed to go on it, it was a cluster everything will be a lot smoother next time trust us Support us on patreon.com slash hack the <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.